Welcome everybody to the official European League of Football podcast. The bye week is history and we are back with six games from week 11. Today's podcast episode again with the ELF reporter Tim Hans-Willemenke and myself, Jennifer Bex. And after Tim and I talked about the games, Berlin Thunder wide receiver Robin Wilczek is joining me for an interview. But first, hello Tim. How are hey, Jenny. you? Hey Jenny, what's up? I'm I'm pretty good. And honestly, the second year of the European League of Football, well, it doesn't get boring at all. Three regular season games to go. Seven out of our uh, seven of our twelve franchises. They are still in the run for the playoffs, which means mm -hmm. we will see tough battles in week twelve. Don't you agree? Yep, definitely, definitely. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be a good weekend. But first, let's talk about week eleven which started on Saturday with the first game taking place in Istanbul. The Rheinfire won against the Rams with 50-32, and quarterback Clark, who joined the team only four weeks ago, he probably played one of his best ELF games of all time with a record-breaking performance, and he also became the TO MVP in Week 11. Football fans, don't miss my MVP interview with Jadrian Clark, um, and I just said it's a record-breaking performance with... 38 attempts, 27 completions, 485 passing yards, and seven passing touchdowns. That is pretty impressive. And taking an even closer look at Clark, passing yards per game, 153.67 in season one in 2021, and now 315.5 in 22. Touchdowns per game, 1.6 in season one, and 3.3 in season two. And interceptions per game, 1.1 in season one and 0.6 in season two. Well, Rheinfire seems to suit him much better, Tim. Don't you agree? Yep. Uh, I mean, you already talked about Clark. He had a great game against the Istanbul Rams, but uh, you also have to talk about wide receiver Knudel. I mean, mm -hmm. Tim also had a great game with uh, 15 catches for 260 yards. That's also um, mad, if you yes. ask me. And also four receiving touchdowns. So seven out yes. of the... Uh, seven out of the um, seven passing touchdowns had um, Jalen Clark, and as uh, four out of these seven passing touchdowns uh, were re uh, received by Timothy Knudel. Yeah, he also had a great, great game, and also Holland Kofi uh, for the uh, for the Ryan Fire. So um, the Ryan Fire offense was hot uh, in yes. uh, in Istanbul against the Rams. Yeah, they played an amazing game. How did the Ryan Fire defense play? I mean, they had uh, two sacks over overall, six tackles for loss, one forced, uh, one fumble, and one interception. But um, I mean, individually, um, defensive back uh, Omari Williams had one great game again with five total tackles and one interception. Um, they had a solid game, but uh, this game was really carried uh, carried by the uh, Ramfire offense. Yeah. And then the Rams. Uh, I mean, the Rams offense led by quarterback Green, they played a good game too, didn't they? Just right. not I mean, good enough. <laughs> right, right. I mean, they. Uh, I, I mean, the the Eastern Rams had a solid game with uh, quarterback Isaiah Green also um, having 14, 14 out of twenty five passes, two hundred seventy uh, seventy three passing yards, one touchdown, and one interception. But he, but he also carried the ball fourteen times for ninety four yards and two rushing touchdowns. So he had three touchdowns um, uh, in in general against the Ryan Fire. So. The Rams offense played a solid game. Also, the Rams defense uh, yeah. with defensive end Lucas, for example, three total tackles, two and a half, uh, two and a half tackles for loss, and one sack and one pass breakup. I mean, they they had a solid game against the Ryan Fire, but it was just not enough against Jalen yeah. Clark with an all time performance uh, against the Rams. Well, Ryan Fire were simply on fire. We yep. uh, we we clearly liked that game, or they liked it. 
And then we had a second game on Saturday. The Dragons, yeah. they traveled all the way to Cologne where they won against the Centurions with 37 to 15. Well, the Centurions started into the season with two wins and now they had seven losses in a row. I don't think anyone has an answer like as to what has gone wrong over the past few weeks. Uh, some yeah. games were also very close. But Tim, what can you tell us about the last game in Cologne? Let's start with their offense and quarterback Weinreich. I mean, Weinreich had a um, solid game, but scattered with unnecessary uh, fumbles and interceptions. I mean, um, Weinreich had two interceptions, one fumble, and he was uh, sacked more than three times. Um, this is not good enough against uh, yeah. a Boston Dragons offense and also defense that is now 7-2. and two. Um Right receiver guy had one one uh, one touchdown. Pounds again with one touchdown. His first, uh, I think, since week eight. I mean, or week no, it was week uh, week uh, week seven. And also yeah. running back um, Joshua Mack with one uh, one fumble. So these costly turn turnovers really um, uh, were not good for the Centurions in this yeah. game. And uh, if you look at their defense, uh, they were not great as as well with a lot of. Um, Hiccups. So uh, I would say that the Dragons just played um, too good to keep, yeah. uh, to keep up with with the Centurions. I mean, we can also look now at the Dragons' offensive uh, offensive per, per, uh, performance, right? With yeah, uh, exactly. Edwards, with Edwards, for example, working his magic again, once again, <laughs> with five touchdowns, no interceptions, but he had one uh, one fumble though. But still, a great uh, great outing by him once again. And uh, Kyle Sweet again with two receiving touchdowns. <laughs> So it's the same over and over again for the Boston. Yes, game. that duo is just too great to watch. Um, were there, yeah. Was there any other offensive player that stood out? I mean, what I think was really was really was really interesting um, was uh, the two running backs, Castagnon and Monton, with uh, both one receiving touchdown. Um, uh, so the Boston Dragons offense really had their running backs going, which is which is not really the the case in the past for the for the Boston Dragons. So this is really something uh, that uh, that struck out to me. Mm -hmm. And for the Dragons defense, for example, uh, defensive end Fernandez had one interception, and uh, linebacker Castagna had one interception as as well. So uh, they had a great game against Weinreich and their uh, and the Centurions offense. And as I said, the Dragons were just too good offensively and defensively. Yeah, well, there's a reason why they are 7-2. and two. But let's move over to Sunday and begin with the game in Hamburg. Well, once again, the Sea Devils won. And they won against the Kings with 59 to nothing. I would say, ouch. Uh, mm. Can we say that the Hamburg defense uh, won this game? Yeah, I would say so. I mean, um, we... The, the offense for the Hamburg Sea Devils also scored, scored some points. But if you look at the Hamburg Sea Devils defensive side, they scored three total touchdowns just on defense with uh, yeah. two pick sixes and one fumble uh, that was uh, turned into a touchdown. So the Hamburg Sea Devils defense is really, really good at the moment. I would yeah, say well, even the Hamburg Sea Devils defense is the best defense in the European League of Football at the moment. Yeah. And then what about the offense? Quarterback C say, well, with no scores, scores mm -hmm. on the board at all. And then uh, Moritz Mark, he played instead and he scored two touchdowns and had 138 yards. Mm -hmm. um, overall, how would you rate the Hamburg offense in this game? They were solid again. I mean, the Hamburg offense is not really known for splashy plays in the in the passing game uh, and rather, rather passing the ball off to running back Tunga. But Tsunga only had 12 carries for 42 yards and no touchdowns, which is an yeah. uh, uh, un unusual sight uh, for the Hamburg Sea Devils, to say the least. So, um, yeah, I would I would just say that the Sea Devils offense did what they had to do. 
to keep the um, offense going and also score some points. I mean, Mark had, uh, as you just said, two passing touchdowns. Um, but the but the Hamburg Steelers even really carried uh, carried their their team to the fifty nine to nothing win over the Kings. Yeah, but that also means that the Kings defense was well prepared, especially with their defensive end Bombeck, who played for the Hamburg last year. Mm -hmm. Did he threaten his former teammates? Uh, a little bit. I mean, he had two total <laughs> seconds, one seconds for loss, and one uh, huge, huge sack against uh, Cisse. But uh, yeah, the Kings just did not come come close in any uh, circumstances. I mean, if yeah. you look at all all three phases of the game, special teams, offense, and and defense, the Kings stood just no chance against the Hamburg Sea Devils. Yeah, yeah. So uh, next game, I would say. Yes, next game. Let's go. Yeah. I'm yeah, exactly. We saw points in Poland. Uh, the Thunder won against the Panthers with 29 to 12. And Tim, I'm sure that the Panthers want to forget most of the season. What do the stats tell us about the Panthers' offense? I mean, um, quarterback Slade Jarman had a um, solid game, but not a great game. I mean, 24 out of 45 passes, 280 yards, two touchdowns, but also two interceptions. Um, they He then scored touchdowns, but also uh, made two costly turnovers with his interceptions. And um, uh, running back uh, Borzowski was really good with 20 carries, 105 yards, but also no touchdowns. Um, so the Panthers' offense was was rolling at times, but really uh, slept at the beginning of the game. I mean, the um, Berlin Thunders um, were uh, leading with 20 to nothing in the first half. Yeah. Um, so uh, the Panthers' offense really came together in the second half, but this was just not, not enough against the Berlin Thunder at the moment. Yeah, yeah. And, um, well, then on the other side, Berlin Thunder, the team, they have six wins now. And running back Ron Crawford, once again, he showed that he's a good and important player for the team, yeah, isn't definitely. he? Def definitely. I mean, he actually led the Berlin Thunder in rushing yards and receiving yards. I mean, 62 rushing yards, 78 receiving yards, both leading the team in those stat lines. And he had um, one touchdown each. So one touchdown running, one touchdown receiving. Um, quarterback Joe Germanari had a great game again. 12 out of 25, 296 passing yards, two touchdowns and no turnovers, which is really <laughs> yeah. great for Joe, for yeah. Joe Germanario. And um, we can also look at Robin uh, Robin Wilsick, who will be in this podcast later. Yeah, uh, He had one huge catch again for 70 yards that ended up being a touchdown for the Berlin Thunder. So Robin Wilsick is really a, the guy for like, for like splashy plays for the Berlin Thunder, if you can say so. So... Um, we will see him in this podcast later, but yeah. the Thunder offense really had a uh, really had a great game against the Panthers defense on that day. Yeah, yeah, I'm very much looking forward to speaking with him later. And then Thunder defense was Kyle Kitchens as explosive as always. Yep, uh, he, <laughs> he actually was against the Thunder uh, yeah. against the Panthers offense. I mean, uh, five total tackles, three and a half tackles for loss, and two sacks and one pass breakup speak for, <laughs> speak for itself, right? So yes. uh, I think enough is said about the Thunder defense. And <laughs> um, so and let's then, move over. Oh, yeah, sorry. No, yeah, and then looking at the Panthers defense, I mean, uh, they also oh, yeah. have two total sacks, six tackles for loss, one forced fumble, five pass breakups, three blocked PSTs and field goals. But um, it was just not enough against the um, Thunder offense that did not turn over the ball. And was really good uh, with running back Crawford and wide receiver Wilsack just getting the touchdowns in. Into yeah. the end. So uh, the Thunder are really rolling at this moment, being six yes. and three in the North Conference. And uh, we will we will have a look at the playoff picture later. But uh, yeah. the Thunder are rolling at the moment. Yeah, That's and I'm cool. so happy for the Thunder and the Dragons after this difficult uh, se first season. They are they they just changed and they are 
putting on such a great performance this year. So uh, thumbs up for that. And now, Tim, the purple battle. What a game we saw by our defending yep. champion. I mean, the Frankfurt Galaxy, they won at home against the now 8-1 Vienna Vikings. I think we can only imagine how amazing that must have felt for the Galaxy. Yeah, right. I mean, we actually had an had an upset game uh, with the with, with the Rams against the Dragons uh, a few weeks back, but this one is also pretty amazing. Yes. I mean, uh, the Frankfurt Galaxy winning against the Vienna Vikings, forty-two to eight, um, unexpectedly, really. Uh, I mean, the Vienna yeah. Vikings came in undefeated with an uh, eight and zero record, and the Frankfurt Galaxy came in with a five and three record, and now the Galaxy won 50, uh, 42 to eight. Um, I mean, if you look at the Galaxy offense, they were just clicking again. Uh, yeah. Quarterback Jacob Sullivan, 304 passing yards, 24 out of 30 passes, and four touchdowns, no turnovers. And he also connected well with uh, former NFL wide receiver Reese Horn, four yes. catches, 89 yards, and three touchdowns. So um, he had only one catch that didn't end up being a touchdown. <laughs> um, so this is, this is pretty amazing. And also running back Thomas uh, Thomas Fischbach uh, with uh, 20 carries, 104 yards. No, no touchdown, but still, if you have a running back over 100 rushing yards, that is really good for your uh, offensive balance. Yeah. So the Galaxy just had a great game offensively, but also defensively. I mean, former Panthers uh, defensive end Carlos, uh, Carlos Gustav Browns with uh, four total tackles, one sack, one tackle for loss, and one interception. Um, he had a great game as as uh, as well for the Galaxy defense. And um, over overall, I just say that the Galaxy played their best game so far in the European yes. football yeah. against a really, really strong Vikings team, but the Vikings just struggled playing from behind. Yeah, exactly. So let's move over to the Vikings now. Vikings offense. I mean, quarterback Erdman, he knows how to manage a game. That's why, mm -hmm. I mean, they are eight and one. But um, what caused all the mistakes in the last game in Frankfurt? I mean, we know Jackson Erdman, and he's a game manager. So he actually likes to play from up up front being up by 21, 28 points. That's what, Who doesn't that's what like we, that? we actually know the Vikings offense from, right? Uh, only playing from 28 points, being, uh, being <laughs> leading by 28 points. But uh, now Erdman and, and the Vikings offense uh, uh, in, in, uh, in, um, in general had to uh, come from behind and actually play with a 20-point deficit, 28-point deficit. And then you have to yeah. take... Take, take risks and those risks ended up being two interceptions and costly turn uh, turnovers for the Vikings offense. And yeah. um, this is what, what the Vikings have to adjust to maybe just playing from, from behind because now we get in, into the crucial time of, of the regular season and, and the playoffs won't be that easy uh, as, as, uh, as, as, as well. So I just say that uh, Urban has to be better in taking risk, cal calculated risks maybe. And uh, also lean more on the on, on the running game. I mean, if you look at running back Anton Vegan with eight carries for 43 rushing yards only, but he but he actually led his team with 43 uh, 43 rushing yards. So you just have to be more balanced also on the on the uh, on the offensive side with uh, yeah. with your with your running game and also with your uh, with your passing game. And then what about the Vikings defense? I mean, they clearly were unable to stop the Galaxy offense. <laughs> Mm -hmm. I mean, they uh, only had one sack and one tackle for loss and one pace, one uh, one pass breakup. Uh, and um, defensive end Wappel had six total tackles, which was really good. And the one sack and one tackle for loss were uh, all all on his stats uh, stat sheet. But uh, yeah, the Vikings have uh, Vikings defense just has to make big big plays to come back into uh, such a game with a, yeah. a twenty eight uh, point de deficit in the first half. So uh, it, it was just not enough for the Vienna Vikings that that day. Yeah, yeah. But well, eight and one. 
I think I think they can still be very happy and proud. But yeah, it's, it's, still, and, still. and for the fans, for the Galaxy fans, this was a hell of a Sunday. Yeah, I, I would say <laughs> I would say so. Now, the last game on Sunday took place in Austria, where the Raiders won against the Surge with 44-3. So, once again, the Surge were dominated. Um, Tim, what do the stats say about the Stuttgart Surge offense and defense? I mean, um, the offense was quite a no-show, to be honest. Uh -huh. uh, just, uh, I mean, over 40 rushing yards for running back Pascolini, over 30 rushing yards for uh, Jalen Conwell, the former Istanbul Rams running back. But, um, I mean... Over, overall, it was it was another devastating loss for the Stuttgart Surge, who are now zero uh, um, and nine um, yeah. this season in European football, and now they have, I guess, fifteen or sixteen straight losses in the European League of football. So, um, yeah, and and uh, actually, the Stuttgart Surge also parted ways with their defensive, um, with their with their DC Andy Meyer um, yesterday evening. So, uh, it was a tough outing again for the Stuttgart Surge, and also. Yeah. The, Uh, uh, the defense, I mean, defensive back, uh, Malcolm Washington had one pass breakup in the in the end zone that uh, prevented a touchdown, uh, another touchdown for uh, from quarterback Sean Shelton, so Raiders quarterback Sean Shelton. But still, um, it was not enough for this to assertion. I think they already have to plan uh, for the 2023 uh, season. Yes, and, uh, I mean the 2022 season is over for this to Yeah, the definitely. Well, and then the Raiders, another important win because they are still the fourth team uh, when it comes to the playoff picture. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, running back Okpalobi, well, he scored the yeah, very Okpalobi. first opening kickoff touchdown in ELF history. Yep. What about yes, the rest did. of the Raiders? That was yes, amazing. I mean, uh, running back Okpalobi also had uh, one rushing touchdown and the kickoff return touchdown and one receiving touchdown. So he yeah. had three touchdowns in three different ways. <laughs> which is really, really cool to see. Also running back House Wonder had two rushing touchdowns and quarterback Shelton with an 80-yard touchdown scramble as a 38-year-old. So uh, that was pretty good. Uh, <laughs> and also the Raiders' defense. I mean, um, defensive, defensive end Gustav with one sack uh, that ended up being a safety for the Raiders. So two points and you get the ball right, right back offensively. And their um, former NFL um, defensive back, um, Jamalcom Liggins, with one interception and Uh, he actually was signed by the Raiders um, to um, uh, be their new defensive back with NFL experience and NFL knowledge. He actually was part of the 2022 Philadelphia. Philadelphia. I'm sorry, Philadelphia. <laughs> no problem. Dif difficult word. <laughs> It is. And, uh, he was a great player for the Raiders defense. So um, the Raiders yeah. are rolling also six and three. And I think we should now go over to the playoff picture because we already talked It's... about the Central Conference being uh, a really, really good conference at the moment with the Vienna yes. Vikings, uh, uh, Raiders, Stroll, and the Frankfurt Galaxy all in the same conference. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. So uh, first, but first playoff picture, three more regular season games. And uh, actually, the playoff picture hasn't changed much. But five teams are no longer in the run. They got eliminated. Now, what are we seeing right now? The Vikings and the Sea Devils, both franchises with eight wins and one loss. They would be playing at home. The Vikings would play against the Dragons, who are leading the South Conference. And the six and three Raiders are on fourth place. But followed by the six and three Thunder, the five and three, five and four Rhinefire, and the six and three Galaxy. Now, Tim, can you actually quickly explain why the five and four Rhinefire are still in this playoff game? Yes, I mean the five and four Rhinefire are second ranked in the South Conference, uh, yeah. behind the Barcelona Dragons, 
And the six and three Galaxy are, are ranked third in the playoff hunt because they only rank rank uh, rank also third in the in, in the Central Conference. So you have the Vienna Vikings ranked first in the Central Conference with a with an overall record of eight and one. Then you have the Raiders roll with a six and three record being being ranked second in the Central Conference. And then you have the Frankfurt Galaxy being ranked third with a six and three record. And because the Raiders actually won against the Frankfurt Galaxy in in their one game. Uh, the Raiders are ranked uh, second and the Frankfurt Galaxy are ranked third in the Stanford Conference. Yeah. And when looking at the playoff battles, well, in this regards, week 12 is going to be very intense and exciting. When the Galaxy yeah. and the Rheinfire are playing against each other, that will be a proper playoff shootout, won't it? Yeah. Uh, week 11, uh, week week 12 will be great for the for the playoffs, but also great yeah. uh, to, to, to just see another matchup from the um, Frankfurt Galaxy against the Rheinfire. Yeah. Now in Duisburg. So this, exactly. this will be quite a show. Oh yeah, it's gonna and and I heard the tick a lot of tickets have been sold, so it's uh it's gonna be a great atmosphere. Yeah. And then also we, we see the Raiders play against the Centurions who got nothing to lose. And the Thunder, they are facing the Sea Devils, so that is definitely going to be a very difficult game for our franchise from Berlin. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, well, we mentioned some of the matchups from week 12 already. Uh, let's go through the schedule quickly. It's all starting on Saturday with one game in Barcelona, the Dragons mm -hmm. playing against the Surge. Tim, what's your pick? Well, okay, this is this is quite this is quite easy. Yeah. <laughs> I would say so. <laughs> Sorry, Surge. I, I just have to pick the Barcelona Dragons and uh, Zach Alberts and Kyle, Kyle Sweet on the on the on the offensive side for the Barcelona Dragons. So uh, I think the Dragons will be eight and two, and the Stuttgart Surge will go on being. Old and 10 in this 2022 yeah. season. Well, I'm sure uh, Edwards and Sweet, they will show and do their magic again. But on the other hand, I mean, we said the same when they played against the Rams. Yeah, that's, so, that's, that's, that's true. Will, will so, we see a miracle in maybe Spain? Maybe we'll see a miracle upset against the Boston Dragons. Maybe. But no, I, I'm picking the Dragons as well. And then five games on Sunday. Sea Devils playing against Thunder. Now. Mm -hmm. This is a make or make or break game for the Berlin Thunder. I mean, the Hamburg yeah. Seals are so they. This is a conference matchup, right? So both both teams play in the North Conference, and Hamburg Seals and the Hamburg Seals are being ranked uh, first in the, in the North Conference, and Berlin Thunder is second. So if the Hamburg Seals lose this game, being eight and two, and the Thunder being seven and three, then the Berlin Thunder actually have a have a shot of of actually being the first team in the North Conference after week yeah. 14 in the regular season. So uh, and so will the dragons game. have because if they win against the search, uh, they will be what two and nine, and so will the the sea devils be. Uh, yeah, so, and nine and nine and two. Uh, mean, nine right? and two. I mean, yeah. yes. So it, yes, you're 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 absolutely right. So this will be a um this will be this will be a make make or break game for the Bowen Thunder. So I actually like to pick the Bowen Thunder because they really, really they actually recently played really, really good football offensively yeah. and defensively and also on, on their special teams. So uh, I actually go with the Bowen Thunder upsetting the Hamburg Sea Devils uh, at home in Berlin. So um, I follow you. That's my pick. Okay, great. I follow you here. <laughs> Now, Galaxy Rheinfire. Honestly, I have... Okay, after Sunday, I mean, it's easy to say Galaxy, but then also Rheinfire... Ah, they played so well on Saturday. It that's yeah. gonna be difficult. It's that's a difficult game to pick, but I but I still have to roll with the Frankfurt Galaxy because they're more an all-around team at the moment with Reese yeah. being the being the X factor for the Frankfurt Galaxy offense. 
Um, so I just have to roll with the Frankfurt Galaxy at this yeah. point. And I mean, they have Jacob Sullivan. He is just cool and unstoppable. So, <sighs> well, when looking at last Sunday, I, 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 yeah, I think Galaxy will make it. Okay, uh, so both. But I, both I would be super happy for Ryan Fire too. Here, actually, I'm, I'm like 50-50. 50-50, but, Okay, but, but now, the Galaxy. Yes, I think so. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and now Rams versus Kings. Uh, Vikings, Vikings. Rams versus Vikings. Rams versus Vikings. I mean, the one and eight Rams are a pretty solid team, but the Vienna Vikings are looking for uh, for um, for a comeback now. Um, yeah. I mean, losing eight to forty-two against the Frankfurt Galaxy, against their conference rival, um, they just have to win against the Rams, and that's what they will do this Sunday. So I will pick the Vienna Vikings over the Rams. Um, then being nine and uh, nine and one. Uh, after week 12. But imagine the Rams winning against the Barcelona Dragons and the Vienna Vikings. I will go Don't with the Rams. I want them to win that game. Isaiah <laughs> <laughs> Green, go Vikings. for it. <laughs> <laughs> and now the Raiders playing against the Centurions. Um, this one is, I think, pretty difficult because the Centurions are really mad at the moment, I would say, or I would, I would guess, uh, being um, two and seven. So they will um, do anything for for a third win this season in the regular season. So um, th this will be interesting. Um, but uh, I would say that the Raiders will win and be 7-3 yeah. and make the Central Conference uh, playoff picture even more uh, interesting to uh, to then look at. So yeah, um, yeah, Raiders yeah. will win against the Centurions. They just made less mistakes over the last couple of weeks. So, yeah, I go with the Raiders two and then panthers versus kings the last game this is an interesting game because both yes. um, both teams made miss costly turnovers um over the last games and um, didn't play the best football so um i actually go with the leipzig kings and Me too. At, uh, at, at the quarterback position and uh, jones being the wide receiver the go-to target for connor miller so and then also AJ Wendland on the on the defensive side, the um, tackling leader so far in, in the regular season of the 2022 European European League of Football. So um, I would go with the Leipzig Kings being three and seven after week 12. Same over here. So thank you very much, Tim. Let's see no what's going to happen on Saturday and Sunday. We yes. I'm, I'm sure the fans won't be disappointed. Yeah, that I would say so too. So uh, see, yeah. see you, Danny, and talk to you next week. Exactly. Enjoy the games. And now I'm welcoming my guest, Berlin Thunder wide receiver Robin Vilsack. Hi, Robin. Hello. Happy to be here. Well, thank you very much for your time. And what can I say? You are having a very good season with your team this year. How much are you guys enjoying the European League of Football in 2022? Uh, yeah, it's, it's awesome. Uh, coming from the GFL, it's a whole nother experience. Um, moving to Berlin, it's a whole nother experience. It's uh, like the beautiful, beautiful city, and uh, yeah, um, we we are happy. We are we have five wins in a row, and um, we uh, want more. Oh yeah, I'm sure you want more. Did you follow the European League of Football last season? Uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I was I was following uh, especially Leipzig in Berlin. Um, yeah. But yeah, of course. I mean, so you, you, you can. So, of course. And then that also means that you know about, let's say, the difficult season that they had. So 
you guys must be thrilled to be still in the run for the playoffs. How far can the Thunder go this year? Um, yeah, I mean, we are a whole different team um, than last year, like a whole yeah. new players. Uh, we are very young, uh, very hungry, and um, we have three tough opponents um, in the next oh, yes. three weeks. Um, but um, we we have the talent and uh, players to uh, to make it to the playoffs, and then and then we will see from there. Oh yes, oh yes, and you just mentioned it. So the last three regular season games, they are going to be very important and very intense. And your next opponent, the Hamburg Sea Devils, well, they are one of the best franchises this season. But how motivated are you? How confident are you? And how are you guys preparing for that game? Yeah, it was the first game of the season. It was it was a very tough game. Uh, um, like I said, we are a whole new, different team in Hamburg. Um, yeah, quite the team from last year, and um, we we are preparing very very uh, good for them. Um, and we have two uh, very important practices this uh, this week, and we are very hungry. Uh, we are very hungry because yes. this. Uh, um this defeat in the first game it was uh, it was too much it wasn't not the Berlin thunder we are and um i think this game um this game is going to be tough um but uh we are we are preparing for it and we um we think um it's going to be a very very thrill game yeah yeah and i mean in on your defense not only kyle kitchen is an amazing player but also your offense you guys seem to have found into your rhythm and um, you clearly are a major part of it after a short preseason and now 11 weeks played. How satisfied are you with your performance so far? I mean, I mean, I'm never satisfied. The thing <laughs> is, uh, like, um, it's it, it was also a tough year, like injury rise, and that's why I'm not satisfied. My body is not uh, working the way I want him to be, and um, but the last four games is. Uh, the Berlin Thunder offense, uh, we can we can put we can put a show on like that's that's yes. uh, that's that's the thing like we have the running game with Joe Crawford, and um, we also have the quarterback. We have a great great O line there. Like there are five new guys who are a unit now. They work together, and our receiver squad um, also works together now. And I think um, it took a little bit of time, but now we found the rhythm and um, i'm happy to move on with this uh, with this squad well in german we have the saying good thing will weile haben yeah, <laughs> not yeah. sure what it means in english but what can you tell us about your quarterback joe germanario i mean uh joe is, is, is such a such a nice guy he's he's a little bit of hyperactive but um but but i love him he's he always wants the best out of out of uh out of us and um and that's what that's what he gets like we have uh, extra practices with him um, he's very hard on himself sometimes a little bit too hard <laughs> and but that's that's what um that's what yeah made us like the team we are right now and i'm happy to to play for him or play with him yeah and now let's focus on you a little bit you participated in the international combine in london last year is the nfl ipp program your goal um, I mean, yeah, for sure. I think it has to be the goal f uh, for everybody. Mm. And um, in, in, in my part, like, yeah, that's that's what, what I dream of. Like, that's my that's my goal. That's what I work that hard. Um, 
to to get to the combine again and to show what I um yeah what I did for the last year to got to to get better um mm -hmm. and um yeah that's it so that means you're on a mission how do you plan on getting even better and to reach this goal maybe by making every 70 yard touchdown catch look so easy i mean i mean that's what well, that's what i want to see like they want they want to see athletic athletic stuff um that's uh that's how you get invited as a receiver for, especially for a receiver at my height it's it's very tough to uh, to get invited back um they have to see a very yeah major improvement on speed and yeah. um yeah that's 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 what what i try to do uh to to show them that i uh, that i can outrun everybody um and um yeah that's it you just mentioned your your speed what's what's the secret behind it do you have any particular training method no, because you know how to run fast i mean i mean yeah that's that's just like years of years uh, of like just practicing doing the right stuff at the right moment uh like i played soccer my whole life i had to like run for that i, I had track and field tra workouts and then just a little of genetics and um that's it i mean i work hard every off season um this this off season was a little bit different but the off seasons before i worked hard um and yet um that's 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 just there's there's no like secret formula you just have to do it hello yeah ah sorry sorry i, I couldn't hear you anymore um oh. Do you have a particular diet to follow your training sessions? Um, I mean, I mean, kind of like um, I started studied fitness economics, so I I know a little bit of those this stuff. So I know what I can eat and what I should not eat. And we have a, <laughs> we have a nutritionist on our team. Um, she's always um, providing our stuff, and we can talk to her if you want to, and um yeah let's lot, lots of protein and carbs yes <laughs> yeah. and last but not least do you have a message for the berlin thunder fans um yeah like thank you for always supporting us even in breslau uh, this last weekend uh, thank you for everything you are the, the best fans um let's get the stadium packed this sunday against uh, against hamburg and oh, yeah. um we will we'll put on a show Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And, uh, well, Robin, thank you very much for being on the podcast today. Good luck for the game against the Sea Devils on Sunday. And of course the, well, the rest of the season, um, it's going to be an intense one. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's for sure. So thank, thank you, you very much. And everybody else, thank you for listening. We will be back again with the European League of Football podcast next week. So see you soon.